welcome back to This Is Hardcore Podcast. You just heard Carry By Six, True Survivor, and Hold My Own, Renown. This is off the split between the two bands out on Never Ran, Never Will Records. My brother Richie Crutch, my brother Greg Falcetto, Zach Barone, Chris Maroud, Anshit, it's all my homies. Two bands, one label, pretty crazy. I need to get all of you fans of Carried by Six to start a letter writing campaign to Zach Barone. T-A-T-T dot D-A-M-O-N. Tat Damon on Instagram. Beg him to not quit doing Carried by Six. Um, Greg Falchetto. It's going to be talked about a lot on this podcast, and um, obviously, we've been talking about Never Ran, Never Will with Richie, we've been talking about Hold My Own and Carried by Six, The Splits Out, it's awesome to hear two awesome songs by two awesome bands, um, Carried by Six is Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Greg represents New Jersey, the rest of the band is from fucking Chicago, somehow it makes sense, so, big ups, support this shit, Never Ran, Never Will Records. Rich Crutch, I keep shouting the same guy's names out. I'm fucking tired. Um, well, happy This Is Hardcore announced day. It's as plain as could be. I mean, this this is the shit that gets in my head every year. Get excited for it. Two of the uh, hardest years was not even having the ability to announce anything. Kind of sucked, if I'm going to be honest with you. Really fucking sucked. So, um, this is our second year since the COVID. And I'd like to believe that we are back with a vengeance. Sometimes hard. I, I think um, if I did this podcast with Bob Wilson, Eric Walk, Greg Falchetto, uh, Lennon Livesey, I think I would have, and I, you know, shout out John Scanlon. A lot of, lot of hands in this pie this year. Lennon, who's in every fucking band, uh, jumped in big time, took an old poster Mike Barletti made for 2016, This Is Hardcore. He had hand-painted this awesome um, painting with some bands, and um, we used that as the basis in the border. Lennon came through, got all the things together. Uh, Bob Wilson, like I said, said it in the last episode on the recap, if you're gonna do something big, you gotta have a team behind you. You gotta have a team. There's nobody, there's no one person who does anything in hardcore. Anyone who says they do it all alone is lying to you. Um, for me, I'm lucky to have the people I have. Eric Walk, who is not only a CPA and the Iranian devil who will be playing in uh, um, off the tracks, jumping in on Freight Train. The irony is that Freight Train demo was called off the tracks, which is the Nam Deplore of Bob Wilson's band off the tracks. That's pretty fucking sick. Eric stepped up, jumped in on this Excel sheet game. It's hard when you just sit here and look at the same screen and try to figure out stuff. It's good to have different perspectives, and that's what we do. Been using Excel since Sean Agnew started school with me back in 2006. And um, sometimes I miss just doing shit with Sean because I would just throw him a pile of shit and he'd have to fucking make sense of it. 
but it was pretty fucking cool to have more hands and more conversations involved trying to push me in the right directions, not not steer me wrong, give me um, criticism, tell me these bands suck, these bands are good. You know, it's good to know with Bob, with, with uh, Greg, you know, they have a pretty good idea of, you know, things. And so in lieu of just trying to fucking go solo, not that I've ever really gone solo, I've always had a little bit of help, but this one I definitely can't deny the impact of just having extra guys to look at this just an, another set of eyes a different thought pattern and it really worked out so not to keep gabbing on but i just really i it's easy to thank me it's easy to say hey thanks joe for doing this but but i i really want to give a lot of credit where it's due um greg actually informed me that Dylan, who um take down records shackled you know I, I knew he had given Greg a hand. I didn't realize, you know, before this fest starts every year, Greg goes up with this box truck, picks up the gear from Mason, Brooklyn, brings it to Philadelphia, and has to bring it back, which in itself is an arduous journey. Now, you added to the fact that he is the first guy out there making sure that the bands are setting up. You know, Greg Falchetto not has played the fest many times, but has been stage manager for quite a few years. And... I didn't really realize the level of what Dylan did with Greg. So again, shout out to Greg, uh, Dylan. It's a big, big hand to make these things work. Um, it's a big enough project and a big enough production that I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I did it all, motherfuckers. No, it's because of all these people. And this goes back to what we were saying. In a completely DIY network of friends, completely DIY way of world, nothing gets done. By one person. It's a collective group. Without being too corny. It really does take an entire village. To make shit happen. And so. Thank you to my crew. For being the ones who. Surround me with good advice. Steer me from stupid ideas. And allow me to continue. To do these things without. Literally losing my fucking mind. Alright. I think everybody can look at the flyer from what's out now because obviously we're dropping this as a the full thing um so i will just go ahead and talk about the lineup in order because that to me that makes the most sense um starting off the friday we first off for those who don't realize there's no thursday show this year at least not as of now i'm really not that we're getting old, but it, it does get a little taxing to do a Thursday show. And there, I, I do, I mean, for years we did no Thursday show. We just did Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then we did a Thursday show. Then when we moved to the electric factory, we did like a smaller show. And then one year we went to like the union transfer. And then, yeah, it was just a headache. To go, we actually yeah we the, we actually went in order of no Thursday to Thursday at the Electric Factory to no Thursday at Union Transfer or maybe have it backwards I don't recall, but um yeah the 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 Thursday this year is just not even plausible in my mind. I mean if there might be some smaller shit put on that's cool, but I, I want to consolidate and focus the most amount of effort to the best positive outcome with the most amount of bands that we could pull into the two rooms so friday august 4th 
doors at five. Starting off with Statement of Pride. I've said this a million times. Carter, dude's a shredder in so many ways. He runs from within records. He did the Hardcore Pride weekend with Lennon. And here he is, Statement of Pride. If you wanted a modernized strife, you got it. I fucking love him. Lennon and uh, Tyler Brezza and um, one of the twins from Year of the Knife. I forget who else is in Carbonite. Carbonite is basically like a modern... More more aggressive, harder, buried alive. Fucking dig them. Uh, Orthodox from Tennessee is like the... Uh, I know people call them like the, the, the panic chords or the pinch harmonics, whatever you want to call it. But uh, Orthodox is a vegan straight-edge band from Tennessee. They played a show for us with an, an underground arts two years ago, right when COVID back, jumped back up. And it was with Kublai Khan. It's the only time I can recall seeing them. And, um, yeah, time to get some evil vegan metal straight edge shit going. Um, this momentum band from Los Angeles, Jordan Jenkins is a fucking goon. The band is already Twitter level legendary and I fuck with them hard. Another hard band, you know, um, if you are a young kid, this is the kind of shit that is coming out now. And I want to make sure that along with our friends, we're also popping some of these younger bands from afar. And I've been meaning to get momentum on something cool, so here we go. Now, I'm completely biased on that, that that, that freight train playing the Friday will probably even do a better job of punishment because freight train has less songs and they haven't played a show. Uh, besides the reunion, well, the, the one time me and Damien played at uh, Harry Cats back in 2000, and I think it was 20, 2002. Freight Train hasn't played a live show in 21 years. And this is going to get a little fucking rowdy. All the old Philly heads, all the young Philly heads. It's going to be something sick. Uh, Year of the Knife. they got a new record coming out. They've got a whole tour built around this uh, show. So And, and again, we are, when Earth Crisis and the, the California Takeover... Was the, became the East Coast takeover, whatever, with Earth Crisis and Snapcase and Strife. Year of the Knife opened the one show, so why not have them back to play with the bill we have put together? Chokehold. I did their reunion show uh, back in 2015, and I was super psyched on it then. The one guy got called out, and the whole, the whole vegan straight-edge people went from calling the most liberal... The original PC calling out everybody aggressive asshole band in hardcore started calling them racist, which I think that's where I really started having to believe that there's a Mandela effect, um, that fucking, um, yeah, the Mandela effect, man. Like, how the fuck does Chokehold come out and do a reunion and, and vegan straight-edge kids are calling them racist? It was a fucking mind fuck. But here they are. They're back. I think it's a perfect fucking set. Tons of straight-edge bands, old and new. And now, right after them, Dead Guy. Um, I know they played Decibel in a couple shows, but I've been waiting for Dead Guy to come and play the fest. And I think with the last four bands on this bill, they, they fit perfectly to give us like this fucking almost victory style, 1990s straight edge level excitement. Um, Earth Crisis honestly is that band still. And um, sometimes they need to remember it. One day, hopefully, we get Path of Resistance to play the show. 
But until then, you're going to see probably one of the fucking most epic Earth Crisis sets. I'm calling it now. Can't wait for them. And then Integrity. Uh, We did Integrity at the Phoenixville Polish Club two years back. Dwight is completely sober. His voice sounds super fucking aggressive. Not that he ever didn't sound good, but he really put his ass into the last time they played. And it was kind of a shame because it was a Friday night. I felt like less people came out than they should have because they were fucking fantastic. So, I mean, Friday, can you beat this? You have, you know, top four, insane, you know, like any number of vegan trainage people, just old 90s heads will say, like, this is a goat lineup. Then you have a mixture of some of the heaviest straight edge bands in hardcore today with Freight Train. One of the craziest bands ever from Philadelphia. I think it's a great little combo. Um, okay. Instead of going... Yeah, you know what? We're going to go... I'm going to go top down now for Saturday because I think it'll be kind of fun. I love the Gorilla Biscuits. They're on a, they're on a hard run back after this COVID... Uh, the shows of the church were legendary. Greg has a show that sold out April 29th at the um, AC um, Anchor Rock Club. And I think this makes Gorilla Biscuits now the band that has headlined the most for This Is Hardcore. The first time they headlined was 11 years ago. The first time we played, we first time we did the fest at the Electric Factory. They were the Saturday headliner. And so I think that they are going to have an even crazier set because so many bands that complement them well that I feel like having Gorilla Biscuits at the top is the icing on a very large cake that was built to make sure that Gorilla Biscuits has one of the most wild sets of all time. Um, Silent Majority, they're from Long Island, and if you grew up in Long Island or you're just like a 90s head, you will know this band, and... You know, I hadn't played for many years, and then they kind of came back. And I never really thought we would ever get the opportunity to play them because they were such a such a 90s-centered band. And um, recently, their former guitar player, Richard Giacovina, had passed away, like in the last couple days. And... Um, it's it, it it presses me to say this that once again time is short man i mean rich was only 6 years older than me and i don't i don't think he was playing with the band actively live anymore but still huge part of long island hardcore huge impact on so many people silent majority isn't a lesser known band if you're from that region or if you've been around a long time and i think the combination of G, silent majority and a gb is like the best way after some of these ass-kicking bands. And that's kind of why we kind of balance it out a bit as you see the lineup go. Um, Death Threat. Not only were they ended up winning the 185 Mile South Beth 2000s record, but still just like a band that I, I've loved since the first time they came and played in Philly in 1998 on their demo. And here is no pressure. Uh, Parker, Harry, I mean... This is a band that started out as like, hey, we just want to have fun with this, so like you know, like literally a no pressure situation. They don't even, they didn't really want an Instagram or, and because of the talent and the and the songs, it was inevitable that they were going to get to this point, and they're fucking killing it. Also, for Philly heads who are 
dicking around. There's like 45 tickets left, if that, for the No Pressure Show at Underground Arts, May 21st. So you're sleeping. Get your fucking ticket because this shit's going to sell out and you're going to miss a wild show. But No Pressure is another one of these bands that balances out this heavy equation in the Saturday that slides into Silent Majority and Gorilla Biscuits at the end. Mind Force, you know, I love Death Threat. I love these bands, but I'm really biased towards Mind, Mind Force, man. And I, you've heard me enough talk about them, so I'm not going to go too much in detail, but I love Mind Force. They did, they were so cool. They did Europe last year, and they're like, listen, we just want to spend time with our kids. We'll play This Is Hardcore next year. And that's exactly what they did. And fucking hats off to them for keeping their word and coming through. Um, Despain of Truth last year had a set that just made me just fucking... I was I purposely didn't want to be on stage because I knew I was like, I'm going to fucking stop these kids from being assholes. And it was better I wasn't on stage because the shit, the shenanigans were fucking fantastic. Absolutely fucking fantastic. And this is where the, the I was talking about the, the, the ratio, you know, in order. It's like, Koyo, okay, here's another awesome Long Island band with a lot of singing along and pop influence. So you have like a pop influence band. You have the asshole mosh kicking of Pain Truth. And you have the leeway New York hardcore and styled Hudson Valley's finest mind force into no pressure brings back that pop element death threat which yeah they got the heavy stuff but they got the sing-alongs and then it's it's a great fucking balance and that's like just seven that's the last seven bands um and then before them it's just fucking create goons and just pure fucking hardcore bulldoze last time we did bulldoze was in 2010 once again, RIP to Kev1. I could say this on the podcast, but we don't have artwork. We're going to be doing a show Saturday, June 24th at the First Unitarian Church as a benefit to Kev1. Keep an eye out for that lineup. Um, this is a reunion of sorts or a reformation, depending on how you take it. My brother Austin Sparkman, who's in every single band currently in North America, is now the singer of Suburban Scum. This isn't a joke. And now they're back. I always felt it was fucked up that after the amazing set they had that all the internet bullshit went on and clouded what was a fantastic and overwhelming insane fucking set for Suburban Scum that year. And I also like to point out that there was a ton of people who really blew that whole thing way out of fucking proportion. But so in case you were like looking at the flyer, you didn't know Care Bear's not singing. It's Austin Sparkman. And they're going to bring it. It's going to be fucking awesome. Um, now, Seb from Regulate got hurt. He was in Indonesia, and these people were jumping all over him. And he, he wasn't even sure he was going to be able to make it and play. Harry called me. He's like, yo, Seb wants to play. And I said, dude, I, I want him to play. i got to figure out a spot. And like I said, Seb is probably one of the best front And this is crazy in a, in a whole lineup of great front men. In across this whole fucking fest, but specifically this day, Seb for his for my money, man, he he's in the top five of the current class of fucking hardcore frontmen in energy, and spirit, just the whole thing. Even an injured Seb is going to be fucking fantastic. Um, Life's question, man, they I I they are just one of these bands that just keeps growing, and um, Philly. Josh is responsible for the Bonks Bar thing. Ridge is in like three other bands. Fucking most creative person. I think this is a year where they really fucking, they really, it really comes together for them at the fest. 
Raw Brigade, again, Columbia, now New Jersey, New York Hardcore, awesome dudes. Love to see that the, the vibe for them is still growing. Can't wait for their set. Last year was absolutely awe-inspiring. Um, conservative military image, Chicago. Part hardcore band, part skinhead band, completely aggressive. Awesome. Sparkman's also in that one. Uh, Wreckage from Connecticut, which I in, uh, erroneously referred them as a New York hardcore band. They sound New York hardcore, but they're Connecticut. Um, one of my favorite current newer bands. Dead Last. John Scanlon, who helped us with Gorilla Biscuits, helped us with um, Silent Majority, who is a motherfucker, awesome promoter in New York City, and just the fucking man. He he is the stage manager for FYA and just a fucking overall bad dude. And this is his band that's going to probably play like 11 minutes, if that. They were fucking sick. Um, we've talked about these guys enough. Fool's Game. You know them. You love them or you hate them. But they're rising, man. The cream is going to rise at the top one day. You'll see. Clemo may grow his hair back. You never know. Risk. My brother, BG. Last year they played at the Underground Arts. This is the year on the big stage for them. Uh, we just played a show with them. And i seen them twice last weekend. And I think they're going to whoop some ass. And, you know, we talked about this as well recently. Scarab, Tyler Mullen, Tyler Brezza. Um, this is a band, man. This is the this is the new motherfucking band from the Philadelphia hardcore area. Um, my boy Zach's in this band. I mean, it's fucking sick This who's in this band. And no better way to start off the show than with uh, Scarab opening. And you're going to be a fool if you fucking miss this. Now you know what, we'll go back up the other way. We went down, we went up. We went up, we went down. We're going back up for this last one with the Sunday. Uh, Pain Clinic. If you guys missed them at Hardcore Pride, man, I'm telling you. Ty Dawson, part of the Code Crew. Big Jake, true believer. Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Pain Clinic from Pittsburgh is going to fucking wreck shit. Opening up Sunday for us. Killing me, Delaware kids. Man, love seeing younger kids not only start bands, but continue bands or traveling out of town. My hat's off to them. It's their first time playing, and this is hardcore. Uh, Envision's another band. They actually played, they're another band that played the, uh, or they were supposed to play the shows. Maybe it was, no, you know what? I think Envision did play, and we put Bob's band on. They did play the the Saturday Earth Crisis one, and, and they're fucking fantastic. If you're another 90s head and love like that classic 90s straight-edge hardcore shit, dude, Envision's the way to go. Um, Hold My Own. We just talked about them. You just heard the new track. Um, Greg, I guess I'll stage manage during your set. Make sure you don't fucking go over your time, pussy. Now they're going to go great, and on shit's the man, Surge, everybody. It's going to be awesome set for these guys. Um, This mic, this mic, Ryan, he was on this podcast before. Mike from Missing Link. This is going to be a problem. This is where we start out with nice faster bands on Saturday. And Sunday early, it's just ass-kicking. It's just ass-kicking. It's an ass-kicking. And then we get into pure, unadulterated hardcore and whatever else comes later. But Missing Link's that fucking band. Another band on Never Ran, Never Will Records. EP just dropped. Record Lisa Heard was fantastic. And Mike's a... Great dude, great front man. Band's incredible. Kill is in the band from Pain of Truth. I don't know if that goes anywhere with you guys, but I know some people like to refer like members of whatever. But the first time playing this hardcore for them. And then my boys in Vamakara, X, 
It's been a while since we had them. And um, with some of the bands playing later on the bill, I think they perfectly fit in here. Um, Face Wreck, AJ, preserving everything. He got this church. Now he's got multiple venues. He got the record store. Absolutely fucking fantastic that to have them play. It's been a while. And I think between him and Pain, Pain Clinic, I think they're going to bring, bring a whole lot of heads. For those who don't know, Pittsburgh is 10 miles short, shorter to get from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh than it is to get from Philadelphia to Boston. So 10 miles more and I can drive to fucking Boston. That's how far apart Philadelphia and Pittsburgh is. But the western western side of PA is representing. And in fact, looking at this bill so far, this is P, this is we got a lot of PA hardcore on this Sunday. I like it. I like it. Um, combust. The unsung modern day hero of classic hardcore re reimagined. There's songs that you hear from these guys that is pure mixture of breakdown and killing time, which is fucking fantastic. Um, these guys did a DIY tour, like I said, um, late last year, doing shit themselves, putting their shit out, and just hustling like the old school style. And Andrew Vicante, also absolutely fantastic modern frontman. Can't wait for them to play the fest again. It's gonna be hard because right I mean, this is like a this is another this is another uh run of bands where the front men are really controlling and a big presence. You got Greg, Ty well, you got Tyler, you got Greg, you got Mike, you got AJ, then you got Andrew, and then you got probably the fucking the rising star right now in Akil and our friends in Ended from Baltimore. Can't wait to see what he pulls out of his hat this time, but no matter what, you know, and it's going to have a fucking wild set. Once again, very happy to have them. And last time we had a band from Australia was fucking mad years ago. I want to say like 2016, maybe 17. Um, my boy Trent and Relentless. This time out, Speed. They're playing this weekend as part of the Flat Spot record show uh, case, whatever, but... Be rest assured, Speed's going to fucking bring some fucking heat to this hardcore. Very happy to see the Aussies come out for This Is Hardcore. And this is where the record stops and we get into even crazier shit. Actually, dude, I'm a fucking moron. I skipped a band. That's how fucking tired I am. Um, in thinking about this bill and thinking about, obviously, with Bane and stuff like that, trying to tie in stuff that goes, like the tie-in stuff with the top, with the middle, with the bottom, you know, with Bane... Yeah, we got some really metallic shit on here, but we also want these like anthematic sing-alongs and this like real pure fucking hardcore because, you know, Bane played with all this shit. And I noticed that um, my friend Dan had played a show, Daniel had played a show earlier this year, late last year with Knock Loose. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even know fucking Bitter End was still around. So Greg reached out, got Bitter End on board. It's been a long time since we've seen him play Philadelphia. It's because bitter end, then speed, my bad fellas and ladies and wizards. And then um, this is where I was saying it gets crazy because in the end of 2022, John from Head First Records in North Carolina passed away and Prayer for Cleansing, Undying, and others came together for a massive two-show reunions. And these are Undying and Prayer for Cleansing at the end of the 90s, beginning of the 2000s. 
embarked on what people call like vegan metal, <laughs> which is such a cool word, or vegan black metal. Punishment played with Undying, and Punishment played with Flare for Cleansing. And I just remember, you know, being 19 and being like, yo, this is some fucking wild shit. And um, it's surreal to be like, oh, cool. Finally booked Undying. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm pretty fucking psyched. Also, there's a real connection between all these bands come in this next run. You got Undying, which leads into Wisdom and Chains. I, I don't need to tell you about Wisdom and Chains. Just be ready. Just be ready, because every time we put them in these kind of situations, they come out on top. They're the, they're the reigning kings of this is hardcore. All but one year, 2012 is the only year Wisdom and Chains hadn't played. They're going to fucking bring it. It's going to be awesome. Magnitude, that fucking North Carolina straight edge shit. And that's another thing. You know, you got Wisdom and Chains. There's a ton of homies from North Carolina. Undying's from North Carolina. Magnitude's from North Carolina. Gonna see a lot of, you know, you got, gonna see a lot of Southern boys up here. I see a lot of Southern boys. It's gonna be a while. It's gonna be see, wild to see how many people come up from North Carolina for this. And then, um, Gridiron. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to see what Matt Carl does. That's all I'm gonna say. Matt Carl might have, might become like the Ric Flair of stage entrances of American hardcore festivals. And, I mean, after the set they had last year, I was they could have played in the last top four last year. So we had to bump them up, give them their proper due. Gridiron, they're gonna fucking they're gonna wreck this. It's gonna be fucking awesome. And then Vane. I mean, we just had Vane play Philadelphia. Like I talked about it in the recap, but you know, Vane went from this small band, just played the church and then played the fest, and then all their friends wore jackets. And for some reason, when you wear the same jacket, it gets all over the internet and people go crazy. And then um, he just keep growing. And I think alongside of Vane being cool with Bane and Vane being a band that would go well with the Prayer for Cleansing and the Undying shit and the Vama Cara shit, like, it's kind of how my head, like, let's add this with that. Oh, we got a little metal here. We got a little metal here. We got hardcore here. It's going to be sick to see what happens with Vane. And, you know, last time Perfect, I saw Perfect Lensing was at Hellfest in 2004, which is like 19 years ago. And I was kicking the dog shit out of people. Strip, trying to kick the fucking souls out of people's chests. So, um, probably now about 60 pounds heavier than I was then. And I don't know how much soul and chest kicking I'll be doing during Prayer for Cleansing, but I'm really fucking excited to see them. And, um, yeah, this... This Bane set's going to be something, man. And and it's a perfect way to end the weekend. I've been friends with Bane's a long time. We've had some amazing Bane church shows. We've had some unbelievable highlight reel Bane This Is Hardcore sets. And, you know, when they broke up, I really was bummed that we never had them headline. So when they come back to do these shows, I got the inside scoop and started breaking balls and doing my best to get them. But I didn't think I was going to get them, man. And... True to their word, true to their friendship, you know, they're they're gonna close out this hardcore 2023, man, and it means a lot to me, you know, it, and I and I and I mean that sincerely. Um, I I really can't express to you that Bane is one of these bands that I don't care if you don't listen to them on the record. If you're standing there at a live Bane show and you don't get that energy, then there's something wrong with you. It's not the fucking band. One of the the 
best bands for the last 20 something years live and it's been seven years since they played june will be their first shows back and i'm just blessed that they are cool enough to be able to go ahead and say yeah you know we're gonna do furnace us but you know let's let's make sure we go back to philly go back to this is hardcore it's gonna be fucking fantastic um this is this is the the thing that people don't get about this of course the top three bands didn't just show up you know like I didn't even know I mean when we first started going after headliners Bane wasn't in the Bane wasn't in the picture we were doing the Gorilla Biscuits shows and I didn't even think about integrity at first and then as things started formulating it was like oh well you know um this we we obviously if the opportunity could come to do Bane, I'm gonna do fucking Bane, you know. And I had some of the other stuff already on Saturday, and not so much on Sunday because I didn't know which direction we were really gonna go. And and the other thing about this hardcore is every band has decided that they don't want to play Sunday. Like ah, oh, I don't know Sunday, and it's like dude, Sunday's fucking one of the best. Some sometimes the Sundays have the best vibes. You know, people are a little bit tired, but. There's also tons of people that just go for certain bands. So, um, Earth Crisis kind of was cool because they were like, "Hey, we can't do the weekend. Ian's got shit going on. We could play the Friday." So, okay, I got something Friday. I got Earth Crisis. Can't have them headline, but I got them. They're going to kill it. <clears throat> and you know, getting Mind Force and Pain of Truth and Koyo was fucking sick and Bulldoze and then. You know, it's like, oh man, we gotta figure out what we're gonna do up top. You never fucking know. And then it was like, yo, fuck it, let's just get to Gorilla Biscuits. It, it makes sense. We can work with it, you know. And then we we made the Bane thing work. The Bane actually Bane made Bane work. You know, we did our best. Um, it was awesome. And then I had this crazy, you know, we had chokehold on Earth Crisis, had a lot of different ideas, tried some things, it didn't work out, and then it was like, dude, let's get fucking integrity in Earth Crisis, and we'll try to make it work, and then having Dead Guy fill that last spot made Friday fucking sick, and then we built the rest of it up. We went from top four up to the bottom up, and then um, little by little had to add a band here, add a band there, um, to make it all fill out. Saturday... Once we started getting a groove, like, okay, we had Gorilla Biscuits, you know, make sure there's real pure fucking hardcore in there. That's where, you know, we knew what they were all brigade. And, and I saw CMI and I, I listened to CMI, but I saw them live and I'm like, yeah, I know this is like a people, skinhead people listen to this, but this is a fucking hardcore band. So I, you know, asked them when we got them. And I, I look at, I look at, I look at all these days with continuity, you know, if it's top integrity, Gorilla Biscuits and Bane. I mean, Earth Crisis, Silent Majority, Prayer for Cleansing. Um, it, it, you know, like they, there's all semblances left and right. So the deal for the fest is that we go on sale Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Thursday is its own ticket. If you want to go to Thursday, you got to go into Underground Arts. Or you got to go to our website and get your thir- uh, your Friday ticket. Might be not Thursday, your Friday ticket. Say I'm getting mad tired. Friday is a single ticket only. Get your ticket. And then if you want to come the whole weekend... You know, Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday, get a two-day pass. Or you can go, hey, I got Metallica tickets. I only want to go Friday and Saturday. Cool, get two two-day tickets. Made it as easy as we can this year. No more three-day tickets. There's people like, I could want to go to the show, but I don't want to buy a three-day ticket. All right, cool, there'll be no, th- you're not doing three-day tickets this year. 
Got two days, Saturday, Sunday, and singles. Um, there are people that hit me up and go, when's it here? I, I really want to make a This Is Hardcore. And it's starting to be like, hey, I want to go to Disneyland. That's how I feel Like when people say this shit to me. But um, today, side note to announcing This Is Hardcore Fest, which is now the 17th year of announcing This Is Hardcore Fest. Today is the 30th anniversary when a 12-year-old, long hair, didn't really know that much about hardcore, Joe Hardcore. Before I was called Joe Hardcore, I was a Joe McKay. Went to the Theater of Living Arts in South Street and saw Biohazard, Sick of It All, and Sheer Terror. And that was my very first live hardcore punk experience. So... I'm 42 right now. I'll be 43 by the time the fest shows up. And I could say I've been seeing hardcore bands for 30 years now. And I've been booking hardcore shows for 25 years. And I've been putting this fest on for... This will be, you know, regardless of not having two COVID, I've been booking this hardcore for 17 fucking years. Because even though those years didn't happen, we were trying to put something together in 2020, but, you know, the 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 ACAB... Anti-state people were also like, you can't do a show because of vaccines and you're a bad person to do it, so we didn't do it. And in 2021, it opened and we just didn't have time to pull something together and we didn't know if they were going to pull the reins back off of us. I was lucky to go up and see the tribute to Stu and then we had the Year of the Knife shows. Bob had the Philly barbecue, which, I mean, that thing was so legendary, it's unbelievable, but... Just missed the opportunity to do something in 2021, and we've come back strong in 2022, but I think now with 2023, we really are hitting our groove and back into the, all right, we're back in the fold. And again, my hat's off to Eric and Bob Wilson, Greg Falchetto, Lennon for the artwork. Greg, I mean, also, you know what, just tonight, uh, Juice, Joel, my man, he is super busy crazy busy with work he's uh freelancing but also ass kicking in the corporate graphic design website and build world and i had to have sunny and elise go inside and try to make this fucking announce right for our website so people can go to it and not see some old shit none of this is done all by me it's my fault if it goes bad it's my fault if it sucks but I'll fall down with the ship because the ship that I roll with has some amazing people that go above and beyond for me, and I couldn't be more thankful. Um, again, Friday is going to be at Underground Arts. Get your ticket for that, Monday, 9 a.m. The Saturday and Sunday will be at the Franklin Music Hall, both days. Pretty easy. There's going to be a lot of extra shit. I also should legally... Let's go with, you know, It's a funny way to say it. Legally... Legally, I should bring up that we have for real, for real sponsors that are going to help This Is Hardcore this fucking year. And um, yeah, I'm pretty fucking excited, to be honest with you. Pretty fucking excited. Um, Thank you for supporting This Is Hardcore. Thank you for making it work. And I'm going to get out of here. It's 9 a.m. This Hardcore is announced. Monday morning, get your fucking tickets. That's all I gotta say. Get your fucking tickets, because this shit's gonna be fucking awesome. And every week we'll have a podcast, and I'll see y'all in August. Thank you so much.